commuting every day and just like forced to work on something when you're not inspired is the worst because then you you don't get nowhere with it so i really like to just every day you know i don't need a lot of effort to to uh, get into my bubble and really you know switch on everything light on the brain the right part of my brain which is the creative side to really produce some work you are listening to the thriving empire podcast season four all about how to be a brilliant remote worker whether you're a seasoned remote worker you found yourself reluctantly working from home or you simply want to move from a co-located office role to one that is hundred percent remote you're going to love this season We talk to the founders and leaders of remote teams who share with us their insights on the qualities, characteristics, skills, knowledge, and experience that enable you to be a brilliant remote worker. So if you want to know how to be the best at what you do in the remote work reality, you're going to love this season. I'm your host, Stephanie Holland, remote marketing strategist, traveler, coconut macaroon addict, and remote work style obsessed. Let's get started. Hey there, how's it going? So I'm really well. I'm soaking up the sunshine on the south coast of England. I'm being a little bit roughed up by the wind. (laughs) I've lost my British resilience, having spent so much time in the warmth in Mexico. I sometimes feel like I'm going to be blown away right into the ocean. And what's really funny is that I'm wearing cashmere while everyone else is in (laughs) t-shirts. Anyhow, after last week's interview with Sondra Rash, I hope you got a chance to catch it. It was episode 83. I was really curious about Namira. Now, if you remember, I asked him for an example of uh, someone in his team who is a really great example of a remote worker. And he mentioned Namira. Now, he said that whenever she goes off with a brief, whatever comes back is always better than what he could have thought of himself, even if he spent all night trying to do it. And that she pours her heart into everything and she works to her own standards and how that's a really great example of self-management, which of course is what you really want in the ideal remote worker. So I got to thinking, what makes Namira tick? How does she show up in this way? So it was really obvious that she needed to be the next guest on the show. Because I think it's one thing having the high-level ideals of the founder that you know drive the remote cultural philosophy, but we also have to remember that the magic happens when that high-level sort of remote culture and philosophy collides with the idiosyncratic personalities, habits, and rituals of the team itself. And I really love how Namira describes when we got the chance to speak to each other how remote work is really enabling for her a twenty-four-seven playground for her thinking and imagination. And I just really love the way she phrased that and I loved how she talked about creating a bubble every day within which her creativity can flourish as well as her perspective that enables her work on other projects um, to thrive while also being a full-time permanent employee with Safety Wing. So I really hope you enjoy it. Hi Namira, welcome to the show. How's your day going? Hi Stephanie, thanks for having me here. It's been great. My, My day has been wonderful. How about yours? It's actually really good. I'm five hours ahead of you. So you're in New York today. I'm in London. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's super rainy here. It's a typical English day. It's the kind of day that people ask me about. And I say, oh, that never happens. That's such a cliche. (laughs) But it's that day today. So let's get right into talking about you. You have a really fascinating background. Um, Tell us maybe a little bit about the journey that took you from 
where you were raised in Indonesia um, mm-hmm. via Australia and eventually ending up working remotely in New York. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So I was uh, born and raised in Indonesia. And I, since I was a little kid, my dream was just to to go to New York. New York was kind of the the main dreams I had since I was so young. And um, I kind of took a turn uh, when I joined undergrad at, at Swinburne University in Melbourne, uh, Australia. Uh, it was kind of like a detour a little bit because my parents were like, you know, we don't trust you, you're still young. New York is too far. So I kind of joined my sister. My, I had an older sister and she was already in Melbourne at the time. So I kind of, you know, they felt like they can trust me better if I was with my sister. And I did not regret that at all. I love Melbourne. I love the four years uh, that I spent there. And I learned a lot from uh, my uni. I studied uh, multimedia design. And for three years and then I later worked for a year and I then I thought I was ready to move to New York so I moved to New York to continue uh, my study and I joined um, ITP which is inter, um, Interactive Telecommunications program at uh, NYU Tisch um, and that was it I, I then um, graduated in 2016 and been working since. And so what was your first experience of working remotely? How did that come about? Mm-hmm. So I, even before this kind of remote work kind of evolving or been brought to my attention, I, I've been like in, in between jobs, I, I always been a freelancer. And during those times, not all of my freelance uh, gigs are are in-house so it's uh, sometimes it's remote as well and I didn't realize that I that's something that I love until my last office uh, kind of job I realized I was so unproductive or I was just like it's not the work I love the work that I do it's just that like I felt like I was so drained like I could have been better like I I felt like I was waiting I was wasting their time and they're wasting my time because there's this gap in the morning where I'm my brain is not switched and I'm but I'm just I have to be in an office so after that I kind of like burnt out from that and my a good friend of mine uh, Ava she moved to Ecuador and from New York and she was like I quit my job I moved to uh, Ecuador with my boyfriend and and I don't know what I'm gonna do yet but I'm gonna look for a remote job and I'm like okay show me like share with me this um you know, job uh, job boards that are for remote. So from that, she shared it with me and that's where I found Safety Wing. And so this was actually, Safety Wing was my first ever like full-time, um, just, you know, full go on remote. And I don't think I can go back. <laughs> I think many of us feel the same way. It's kind of like right. unlocking the secret passageway and you're just like, I don't want to go back to the real world. It sucks. No, <laughs> I know. I, I didn't know that this was exists. This exists because mm. I, you know, working in my last, uh, you know, office job, I was like, I knew something was wrong. I knew something was not, was not right. Like this can be better. But what I didn't know at the time was there is a solution for that. And 
because I just didn't, you know, I thought, oh, well, I made it all the way here from Indonesia. I want to be in New York. And this is a dream, right? I, like, I have to have uh, this job in the, one of these offices and, you know, fancy Manhattan or something. But so I, I hold on to that for a while. And I didn't realize that there is a better way for me that, where I can work and, and, and still be, I don't know, happy and, and, and just have that balance between, between work and, and taking care of me. So I want to um, talk a little bit about what you said a few moments ago about feeling mm -hmm. really unproductive. And I'm just going to mm -hmm. fast forward because this was further down of the things I wanted to talk to you about. But mm -hmm. so let's let's tie that to your creative process. So how do you mm -hmm. think that your creative process, the way that you work and your kind of rhythm is either changed or enhanced by not having to go into the office? Oh, so much. It's like, it's like entering a like a new world where where it's kind of like I, I always say this is like a 24-7 playground for my way of thinking or my imagination so I I've always been working in creative world and so I've been in different kind of other situations where uh, now I can safely say that this is the best for for me personally uh, my type of creative because I you know, there, there is, it takes a certain um, steps. It, it takes, you know, a couple of steps to to be able to t turn on and switch on my brain every day to enter that creative bubble, I would say. So, you know, it 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 really needs that like calmness and 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 um, you know just being comfortable, and you know commuting every day and just like forced to work on something when you're not inspired is the worst because then you you don't get nowhere with it so I really like to just every day you know I don't need a lot of effort to to uh, get into my bubble and really you know switch on everything light on the brain the right part of my brain, which is the creative side to really produce some work and, and, you know, ideate and imagine and dream on kind of like daydreaming every day. And that's like so sweet because I can be in my pajamas. I can be the most comfortable that I am to enter that quickly. So it sounds like a very kind of intuitive um, uh, way that you kind of shift into going from maybe getting up, having breakfast, and then saying, okay, I'm going to work on this project now. And it just, you just kind of are able to flow more easily into that. Definitely. Totally. And um, I, I'm also kind of, I'm the kind of person that I get distracted so easily. And that's something that I uh, struggle with when I was still in working in offices because there's like you know just people walking around or or just little things really like can break my focus when I'm especially when I'm like crafting this story in my head and and you know like just making a world planning this world that I'm about to design on my computer uh, for example so um, I really do you know, thrive in, in, in this like just focusness and like working, designing in my own space where I can, you know, take a, I don't know, five minute 
dance break or anything that I need to to get you know the energy and the and the creative juice flowing. So it's it's pretty great. <laughs> okay, it's funny you say that you were easily distracted in the office environment because there are a ton of apps that actually give you the option to uh, to create your own office noise effects with the dog barking mm-hmm. and the fax machine and the uh, and the printer and everything. And I think, how can anybody work with that noise? <laughs> you know, there's a reason why I, I have not um, heard about this because <laughs> I even like I don't think I'm like that. Uh, I don't think I'm the customer for that, for sure. No, um, and I, I think a lot of yeah. people really are feeling at the moment this this disconnection from from other people and that kind of office vibe. But you're right. the kind of person who just sort of sounds like you really just need to be uh, find that comfort space within your own within your own zone and atmosphere. Yes, yes, totally. And I I do get the um, you know people like we have at Safety Wing we do have. Uh, some of our team members who prefer to uh, work in a co-working space and that's fine like I'm so happy for people to just find their own uh, jam you know because this is one of the best things about working remotely is that you can it's like a blank you start from a blank canvas and you design your own office no matter how that looks no matter you know it's very freeing and and opposed to when you're starting at an office you that, that that's what you get you can't really like dial down or or you know uh, customize it that much that segs nicely into the next question, which is, you know, you've already mentioned um, a little bit about how remote, remote working enhances your creative process and, you know, you get to design your own office. But mm-hmm. why does it appeal to you so much outside of the kind of work element? Why do you think remote working works so well for your life? I, as mentioned in the beginning, I have, uh, I'm from Indonesia and my family is still there. So being able to visit them regularly or now finally even more um, because of um, you know remote work is is incredible it's it's something that I never thought I could do I didn't think you know before knowing the kind of flexibility or or I couldn't imagine how um, yeah, so just being able to visit my family and friends back home regularly, that's something that is, you know, such a leisure and I and I really, you know, appreciate that and and I really love being able to do that. So I think yeah, the the travel and and um in travel to i get more inspired i get to you know before before let me put it this way so before when i was still in office um job in new york to get inspir- inspired or, or I'm, let's say i'm stuck in oh i need like some to you know see something or experience something new I would go to like a museum or something, but now with remote, I can go, I can travel somewhere else to get inspired. And that's pretty amazing. And that's like, it. I, I get more, so much more from it. So much more inspiration and so much more, um, you know, learning I can do without limitation of, uh, without geographical limitation and time. 
It's so true that so much of a part of what I love about remote working is the peripheral lifestyle benefits and we just enjoy them and they nourish us so much that that ends up sort of helping us. Well, it loops back into us being able to be better at what we do as well. And it's got this kind of synergistic spiral effect that kind of keeps magnifying, which, um, Mm -hmm. which I find particularly amazing. So what do you think makes you particularly suited to remote work in the sense that there's a certain sort of um, style and culture and philosophy of the way we connect, communicate and collaborate with other members of our team. So mm-hmm. what, make, what do you think makes you particularly good at all, the, all of those elements? Actually, I do miss that like in real life collaboration, but again, with um, other benefits that we get from um, working remotely, it's, um, it's almost, it's worth it to learn to collaborate uh, in a new way, which is for me in this case is like, okay, now I can't really work back to back with my developers because those are the people that I work with the most. And um, I have to kind of okay, learn something new. What if we, you know, because they're in Europe and I'm in in uh, North America and our time difference are like five hours, like us right now. So um, we, it that is challenging. And, but we do find, we do find other things to, to try and uh, that make it a better. For example, my developer would, you know, screen record what he's doing. And then he would do a bunch of them. They, you know, he knew that I was still asleep and he would record a bunch of them. And just, uh, we found it the best way to show what he's working on. So kind of like, it's kind of like um, with with text, we can't really see. And we're both are working on something visual heavily. So we we found these little ways of like, oh yeah, screen record. And then you just send it all to me and then I'll give you feedback once I'm awake. And then we go from there. Um, you know, so other little, you know, little ways that we find and we are continually learning. And, um, you know, but for as far as now, that hasn't been a big um, downfall or it's not like a, a big, um, negative and it didn't have ne- negative impact we just have to learn something new in you know different ways and more creative ways of communicating and passing back and forth information uh, and that's fine that's totally fine and I, in fact I actually love doing this new way of you know collaborating because it's just like it's, it's learning something new is always fun and I always kind of get get off from it and I um so yeah, we'll see what other new things that we'll learn, but it's, we're, we're, we're doing it. We're in it right now. We're, we're trying different things. So you mentioned there that you miss real life collaboration. Uh, yeah. Are there any other challenges you feel you have working remotely, either personally or professionally? Yeah, I really miss those, you know, Friday happy hour with your colleagues <laughs> and just, I don't know. Um, yeah, social hour or, um, yeah, open house or, you know, where, where you can invite your loved ones or friends and everyone just network, which is quite fun. But, um, you know, it's not, it's not the end of the world. It's not, 
like we can't find a, a time online to do that. I actually did a couple of happy hour online with my colleagues and that was, uh, you know, close. <laughs> so yeah, but at least we, we do have um, gatherings every uh, couple of times a year that we get to see each other and that's when you know we're really uh you know it's something to look up for every time every year because it's it's uh there that's the most fun time where we can you know be in all in one roof and do all those things that we always wanted to do and how does a typical work day flow for you for example so you wake up and then what happens so wake up coffee <laughs> dear friend in the morning so I like check if the coffee is there if not then I'll run the hot water I'll wash my face and slowly crawl my way to uh, my desk and and see all the slack messages from my colleagues and start you know planning my day depending on uh, priorities what needs to be done at the day and etc then I would, I would, you know, have like a couple of hours working and then I would take a break for lunch. Um, that, that really varies. I don't have like a schedule that I always do. I don't have like a set schedule for lunch or anything. And that's what I like about it too. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm feeling like I'm stuck and I think I need to take a break. And that could be, you know, 3 PM, 1 PM or noon. I don't know. That can, that varies a lot. And, and that's what I'm saying too. It's like the time where I can work, I work. The time where I cannot and I need a break, I take it. And that's really, I think, one of the sources of happiness for me lately, just because I feel like no time has been wasted and I've, I'm the most productive um, um, with with this, this non-scheduled schedule, <laughs> kind of. So it's a total myth that you can't be productive in your pajamas. Oh my gosh. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> so many people say you have to get up and get dressed and get ready in the morning. And actually I used to say that, but that's yeah. primarily because the first thing I do is walk to the beach in the morning. No, I do. I do miss dressing up a lot. I do miss dressing up. I, I, I used to um you know plan I used to like okay I'm kind of always five minutes late or something when I was in the uh working at the office just because I have to wear something that I that I really like or this all has to match or you know so I yeah I miss that <laughs> a little bit yeah I was always a jeans and trainers girl on the agency side and now <laughs> I, I I put my bikini on usually because I spend most of the time in Mexico um, so I put on my nice. bikini, I go to the beach, I come back and I wear my workout clothes all day. <laughs> so um, I, I don't do pajamas, but I do do bikini workout clothes. Um, <laughs> so let me ask you, so you say you, you, know, you, you can intuitively sort of sense when you need to take a break and you can do what mm -hmm. feels good for you. So do you feel you have a lot more control over your work-life balance? Definitely, 100%. Um, it's, it takes a while uh, of course, because, you know, with remote, one of the biggest challenges for me was to that um, I live in a one bedroom apartment in New York. So there is this, uh, you know, when, when you're done working and you want to switch off and, you know, you basically want to, quote, leave the office. 
where do you go? And like, how do you really switch the surrounding? Because you can't really, you're just in the same room. You're just done working basically. So, and that really affects, um, you know, our, our mood, right? Our, our psychology and, and mental. So I just, it's really important to, you know, start kind of, uh, for me, it's to like practicing, your brain to, you know, when you're done, kind of shake it off a little bit. Now I, I like to do a little stretch or workout after I work. And it's, it is physically, I'm shaking it off, but I, mentally also is I'm like leaving the space and, and, you know, letting that behind me. And this is me entering my home. And w- that's when I'm taking care of myself and the people around me that is, um, not work related. And that is not easy. um, But you know, it's not impossible. And I kind of forced to, we're all I think, now kind of forced to be able to, um, you know, juggle this because of obviously, we're all quarantining. And and it's, um, it's basically the same thing what we've been doing in the uh, remote life, right? With uh, quarantining, you kind of have to be able to separate those two mentally because not all of us have big houses where we have multiple rooms where we can just, you know, that's my office, that's my bedroom. But, you know, in, in New York, I, I put, I, my office is my dining table. So. <laughs> yes. And you know, it's amazing how many ways you can use one room when you get really creative. I've got three different places <laughs> where I can sit. Well, two places where I sit and one place where I stand to do different kind of work tasks. And even when mm-hmm. I use my balcony, I make sure that if I'm reading, I sit in one chair. And if I'm working on, you know, a contract, I'm sitting on a different side of the table and just having a different view and a different aspect just changes everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, I also um, have what I call transition activities. So where you're saying you like to just literally physically shake it out. I put mm-hmm. on music and I hula hoop for 15 minutes. And oh my that God, that's is, amazing. It is so <laughs> transformative. It takes you from the, being one person to being yeah. a totally different person. Yeah. And it, it literally just like vibrates, <laughs> you know, that you feel the vibration throughout your whole body. And you exactly, really exactly. I love that. And, and it's, you know, what, what are, my experiences and, and what I'm doing it works for me, right? And, and this is just kind of like what you're listening to. It's just like a formula that has been working for me, but it's kind of like, if you want to apply it to yourself, then you, it's kind of like fill in the blank. You, you, you have to try it for yourself. What works for you? Like for you, Stephanie, is that hula hoop is my, you know, literally stretching and shaking it off. Yeah. And I heard one entrepreneur, she had a lovely idea as well. She lights a candle to signify the start of her office hours. And then she blows the candle out to symbolize mm-hmm. the end of her office hours. And I thought that was really lovely too, but I really That's need to move so my body. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So one last question um, for you today, and that is that I know that you work with Safety Wing as a full-time employee, but I also know that you have um, other projects on the go. So tell us a little bit about Omnimono and Mm -hmm. what you do through that sort of, um, I guess, um, agency name, or you can kind of correct me as to exactly how that is set up, but how you Mm -hmm. integrate your personal projects with then your full-time role and all of your deliverables and obligations towards Safety Wing. 
So yeah, I actually join uh, Omnimono. Omnimono is a creative studio based in New York, started by my husband and a partner of ours. Um, and I actually joined um, them bef slightly before I started with Safety Wing. And so it is, it is kind of like a collaboration space for me, my husband, and our partner. We're, we've been freelancers most of our lives, and we thought, you know, and our skill sets kind of overlap. So we thought, hey, why not, you know, join forces and, and um, gather our portfolio and, and, and you know, uh, make a creative studio where we can uh, work together. And I have to say, I you know, it's a dream to uh, work with my husband. He's a sound designer and I'm a visual designer. So we kind of, you know, complete each other. Um, so it's been, it's been really fun, but it's not, um, Omnimono is not taking most of my time. It is something that if there is a project to project ba basis and I'm uh, their art and design director, and so if there's a project, uh, I would then have a little bit of my weekend or late nights to work on them. But I make sure that from the beginning that um, the weight, it's not gonna interfere with what I do full-time at Safety Wing. And there hasn't been because it's pretty chill. It's like, I'm working with my husband and our partner who is like a friend of ours uh, for a while now. So it's, um, we can easily distribute the works and say if I like, oh, hey, this is a bit too much for me this week. Can you take it over? Um, and yeah, since our partner's skill sets kind of overlap, uh, overlaps with what I do and my husband do. So he's like a perfect in between of uh, our uh, strengths. So it's uh, that that can work. I'm gladly. And so, yeah, and it's been great. And I really hang on to it. I love having Omnimono on the side because it's something that I go to and I can be kind of um, who, uh, you know, I can evolve my identity too because uh, it's important to do other stuff. For me, it's so important to do other stuff other than your work. Um, to kind of, you know, you are, you are this, you have, to, I have freedom with a safety wing and I love that so much. And, but you know, that is me as their designer, but I also need me outside of that as an artist. And this is something that I can do with Omnimono where I can kind of have uh, more, you know, personal and, and, and self-expression um, through that channel. So it's a great, thing to have both where I can be a designer and artist and yeah I it's it's pretty sweet I guess that being able to follow your natural rhythms and interests makes it feel much less like a juggling act than you know yeah. if you were a nine-to-five in an office and you're kind of leaving at 6 p.m and then you're too exhausted to really do anything else when you get home except lie on the sofa and sort of collapse and eat something really quickly and go to bed <laughs> yeah yeah, totally. And I don't know, I find it keeps me going, you know, it keeps me excited about just 
waking up in the morning and I like for instance we I have something to work on for Omnimono this weekend and I'm already like oh, I can't wait to for the weekend you know I I, <laughs> I love I really truly love what I um what I do for both and I am pretty I feel pretty lucky because of it it sounds like they both nourish you. And in that sense, when you're doing in one. In different ways. Yeah, yeah. When you're working on one, you're investing time and energy in that, but you're yeah. resting from the other. And yeah. so that kind of balance of nourishment and rest at opposite times. Definitely. And I think about it like with Safety Wing, I design, I make something for the world or, you know, for our customers and, you know, they're the world. And with, um, you know, my own stuff, I make it for me. And with Omnimono, yes, it's for uh, sometimes for clients or, uh, but I do also my own art, which is um, what you see probably on my website, my personal website. Those are the things that are purely I made for me, for myself. And, and it's, it's, uh, it's very, I think it, it's, it's my soul. I, I don't think I can stop doing that as well. <laughs> If there was one tip that you could give to others who are thinking of working remotely or conversely, if people are struggling working remotely, what, what's the one thing you would share with them? Do it. <laughs> if you've been thinking about it lately, um, you just have to try it. If you're just, you know, you know, you had like that thought of, oh, what if, or how could that be? Just try it um because it is it is like i said earlier it's kind of like a canvas it is your work that you can design and i'm saying design by time and by space physical space literal space or you know your head space and your um goals um you can design better because you know whatever your personal goals uh you can you know you can reach them better by having something on the side that are that is regular and you can uh you know something regular which is like your 905 can be remote and you know that that is what i would say and so if people want to check out your work and other projects, where's the best place to find you? So you can find me at namiraabdulgani.com and that's my personal um, website. And from there, if you go to the About Me, you can find a link to Safety Wing or Omnimono. Namira, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you for listening to this episode of Thriving Empire. I appreciate you being here and hanging out with me. Now, if you're not subscribed already, head over to stephanieholland.co, that's C-O, and sign up right on the page so that you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the show, I have a favor to ask you. Would you rate and review it on iTunes, please? Just search Thriving Empire on iTunes. Click subscribe, then ratings and reviews, and you'll be asked to give it a start rating and a quick sentence or two on what you think about it and what you think about me. Now, this will really help other people find it too, so that more people can build their career and create the life they really want simultaneously. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful week and see you next time on Thriving Empire.